Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so thankful you're here with us, and I'm very grateful to be your host. We're going to be looking at Moses' seat. You remember in Matthew 23, Jesus said the scribes, Pharisees, sit in Moses' seat. And so everything they bid you to do that, uh, observe and do, don't do after their practices. Well, the Magdala stone Moses seat. Let's see what that was referring to. You know, you just read the Bible. You think, well, that means they're in Moses's place, kind of a direct lineal heir of uh, not necessarily DNA, but of uh, authority. So let's dive in. We're unearthing the Bible by Titus Kennedy. What a tremendous book it is. So this is from the first century AD. A couple of great pictures in here of it. So on the west coast of the Sea of Galilee, the town of Magdala was one of several fishing and fish processing centers located around the lake during the first century AD. Remember Mary Magdalene, out of whom were cast seven devils. Discoveries at the town included commercial buildings located by the port, weights for fishing nets, a mosaic depicting a Galilean fishing boat, uh, pools used for the processing of fish, a fountain house, and a first century synagogue. First century synagogues are always fascinating because it's kind of, I mean, that's where churches met a lot of times. The synagogue, and, and uh, there's a lot of caveats, so I just said, the synagogue is located near the main entrance to the city, and although it's one of several known first century synagogues in Judea and Galilee, its state of preservation is exceptional. The main room of the synagogue is surrounded by uh, stepped benches, colorful mosaic floor on the periphery and remnants of fresco painted walls. A second room, perhaps used as a study room, is adjacent to the meeting room. Inside the main room of the synagogue, excavations uncovered an intricately carved stone, nearly cube-shaped decorated with a menorah, ritual water jars, pillars, palm trees, and various geometric and floral designs. The carvings might uh, represent aspects of the temple in Jerusalem and provide a religious link between the synagogue and the temple. This is how we know the Bible is ubiquitous because every synagogue basically had a copy of the Old Testament scriptures. The overall shape, and every house is supposed to have scriptures all over the house. The overall shape of the stone, Edersheim goes into that, by the way, uh, of the stone also resembles what's often called Moses' seat, known from a few other sites, including one from the synagogue at nearby Chorazin to the north, which is mentioned in Scripture, Chorazin is. Although there is differences of opinion, these seats seem to have been used as a place or table for the scrolls of the Hebrew Bible, but the books of Moses is foundational. And thus, the origin of the term Jesus mentioned uh, the scribes and Pharisees placing themselves in the chair of Moses implying they attempted to equate their authority in teaching with the books of Moses, a major section of the Bible. And uh, so that's pretty incredible. may have been in Luke 4 where Jesus stood and, you know, read from the place of the scroll. Let's try to go into some footnotes here. Matthew mentions that Jesus took the boat to the boundary of Magdala, but perhaps indicating the boundary of the town. Matthew fifteen thirty nine. Although a few early manuscripts copied the place as Magadan, no evidence 
for this name in ancient Galilee exists. And Mark, the parallel passage, states that Jesus took the boat into the district of uh, Dalmanutha, Mark 8.10, which is otherwise unknown but may have been a regional name for the area that Magdala was located in. Or Dalmanutha might be a Greek transliteration, the Eric word for harbor, the Syriac word for harbor. Mary Magdalene was probably from this town, Luke 2. Yeah, and just, he said, well, they haven't found the name. Yeah, I mean, the Romans destroyed everything. So that's not unusual. For many, not just the Romans destroying, but many reasons things aren't preserved. The measurements of the Magdala uh, Moses seat are 50 centimeters by 60 centimeters by 50 centimeters. An Aramaic inscription on the front of Moses seat from Chorazin honors Yadin, son of Ishmael, for making the colonnade and its staircase and suggest that this is his reward should have a share with the righteous. The Chorazin synagogue has also what appears to be a depiction of a gorgon from Greek mythology carved into the stone as an architectural decoration. And one of our most popular podcasts here on the channel is going through ancient synagogues. And I've done some other things on ancient synagogues. And uh, especially after the destruction of Jerusalem, it seems in some cases some of the synagogues allowed some pretty pagan imagery in there. Not all of them, to my knowledge, not all of them, but some of them did. Uh, other objects identified as Moses' seat include those found in ancient synagogues in Hamath by Tiberius, which I spent a few days in Tiberius, absolutely gorgeous, Chorazin in Jedi and possibly Delos. So now you know what Moses' seat was. And it could have been, as they said, where they unrolled the scroll or sat, place of authority. And uh, so pretty interesting. We're going to look at the Caiaphas ossuary tomorrow, which I've done a few podcasts on in times past. We're going to look at Dr. Kennedy's perspective on it. So God bless. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church, family. Maybe make a five-star review. Uh, if you'd be so kind, helps people find us. And uh, a journal or a notebook, you might benefit from that. And check out our playlist, Copious. And boy, you go through that journal or notebook, you'll have a power-packed apologetics library two, three weeks max. So God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs>